Hello and welcome to the Living Hope Wesleyan podcast. If you would like more information about Living Hope Wesleyan Church, please visit our website at hopeforvermont.org. As well as if you're enjoying these podcasts, check out the live streams at Hope for Vermont on YouTube. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Have you ever found a song that makes you emotional every time you hear it? I have a few songs like that, and one in particular that most of us hear at some point every year right around Christmas. I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day was adapted from a poem written in 1863 called Christmas Bells. H.W. Longfellow wrote this poem amidst the chaos of the Civil War after his wife had recently been killed in an accidental fire and his son was wounded in the war. If you read the entire poem, including the stanzas between the ones we recognize from the carol, it becomes obvious that Longfellow was reacting to a broken country divided by hatred, hostility, and war. And yet, at the end of every stanza, the words from Luke 2.14 repeat, Peace on earth, goodwill to men. So why did we make this dismal poem into a Christmas carol? One could say that the carol conveniently excludes all obvious references to the Civil War except for one. And in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. When you see those decorative pillows, signs, and blankets in stores that all read some variation of peace and joy, do you ever think, where? Perhaps it is just my cynical mind, but it occurs to me that some may hear these largely Christian messages professing peace and joy and love and think, what about all of those war-torn countries? Not to mention the hostility and hatred that has taken up residence in our own communities to say nothing of social media. Hate is indeed strong. And when we, with one breath, proclaim peace and joy and spew hostility and even hatred with the next, we ourselves mock the gift of peace and goodwill that is Jesus Christ. We have the benefit of knowing, in a way that those who celebrated the birth of Christ all those centuries ago could not, the true gift that Jesus would become. Colossians 1, 19-20 reminds us, for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Ephesians 2.14 puts it this way, For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing hostility. Both of these scriptures come from Paul's letters to different churches. He also opened each of his letters with a greeting wishing grace and peace to his audience. Paul found great significance in Christ being the bringer and bestower of peace. God's gift of peace came at the great price of Christ's sacrifice on the cross. The thought of mocking that sacrifice by repeatedly creating and perpetuating division and hostility in our communities should grieve us deeply. In our striving to honor God's gift of peace, 
we may find ourselves overwhelmed by the strength of the hatred sin has brought into this world. But neither the poem nor the carol end in despair. The final stanza proclaims, Then the bells pealed more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, good will to men. The sacrifice that was to bring peace to the earth did not end with Christ's death. Christ lives on, as does the peace he brings. When you struggle to find your role in honoring this tremendous and at times elusive gift, Philippians 4-7 reminds us that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. We are not alone in making peace. We are held by the greatest peacemaker there is, and he has the power to kill hostility once and for all. This month I encourage you to read through these passages in Luke, Colossians, Ephesians, and Philippians. And as you do, reflect on this. The peace of Christ is not just for us to celebrate and enjoy. We are to spread the peace of Christ everywhere we go. I encourage you to consider your role as a peacemaker beyond this season of Christmas. Do you display the peace of Christ throughout your interactions in the community and online? Are you committed to reconciliation even with people who think and act in ways that are so vastly different from you? Are you able to see others as children of God and treat them with love? Or are you distracted by the differences between you? Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection fulfilled the promise of peace. And that peace is so vast and strong that it has the power to bring us together and kill hostility. All we have to do is accept it and share it with others. Allow me to leave you with this prayer. Lord, the world is full of division and hatred, but you are greater than all of that. Thank you for making the ultimate sacrifice and giving us a peace that surpasses all understanding. Guard our hearts and our minds so that we may demonstrate your grace and peace to all we meet. Remind us every day that you are greater than the divisions we create among ourselves. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like more information about Living Hope Wesleyan Church, make sure to visit hopeforvermont.org. As well as don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Living Hope Wesleyan Church, where you can catch live stream versions of these services as well as other content. Have a great day.